welcome to Roll Four Podcast. My name is Raz, and I'm having a controlled surge. And we're going to talk about DVD. <laughs> that I didn't like that. That made me feel uncomfortable. Um, a controlled surge for me has connotations. It's a barbarian thing. It's a barbarian thing. Okay, and are what you... connotations are you talking about? You pervert. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Don't kink shame me. You're kink shaming me. Yes, fair point. Fair point. Uh, so yeah, we are going to talk about the wild magic barbarian, mm. a uh, a much debated subclass in barbarianism. I'm trying not to make the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Some people love it. Some people hate it. Yeah. Some people hate it purely for the fact that barbarians shouldn't be magic, which. I think is nonsense because as soon as you start raging or doing anything as a barbarian, that's magical. Yeah, isn't it? I was gonna say it's a magical world. Like, calm down. Like, barbarians don't wear armor. Some people just don't like life. That's true. Some people just love to complain, don't they? Yeah. Which we did about the battle rager, but that was completely understandable. I, I am backed by thousands <laughs> of others. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some people. Um, I am completely undecided. So no, I'm looking I'm forward. Still, sorry to interrupt you. I'm still pissed off about the battle rager. Yeah. I'm still pissed off that I spent time, like, reading it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to do about that. Should we write to Wizards of the Coast or something? No. They won't care. <laughs> you don't think so? No. They don't care about a little old us. But yeah, no. Enough about me and my woes. Mm. Wild magic. Wild magic. Can I lend you my ears? Oh, you're going to do it. No, no. I'm going to lend you my ears and you're going to Sorry, do it. I'm not a good active listener. <laughs> You're not, are you? You you look, but <laughs> there's nothing behind the eyes. <laughs> Go on and hit me with it. So I've recently found out that people listen to this whilst running. So for all those runners out there, breathe. It's not that bad. You're doing a great job. Don't talk to my runners. <laughs> They're our runners, surely. Well, hang on. Are, are yours the runners and mine are the people that go to sleep to the podcast? Oh, do people sleep to the podcast as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm going to turn that up as well. <laughs> but no, ladies, Romans, lend me your ears, because I'm about to regale you with Barbarian's Path of Wild Magic. Many places in the multiverse abound with beauty, intense emotion and rampant magic. The Feywild, the Upper Plateau, the other realms of supernatural power radiate with such forces and can profoundly influence other people. As folk of deep feeling, barbarians are especially susceptible to these wild influences, with some barbarians being transformed by the magic themselves. These magic-suffused barbarians walk the path of wild magic. Elf, Tiefling, Asima, Janassi, all barbarians often seek this path, eager to manifest the otherworldly magic of their ancestors. I love it. Give it, me more. It's a bit... What? I find that a bit wishy-washy. Like the, um, you, Lewis, dear listener, looks absolutely outraged and offended. Um, the, um, so the, what was the last one we did? The, the Zealot. Yeah. Yeah. I found that like, kind of like punchy and to the point and the last bit like, um, most are evil. Mmm. And it got really tasty. Whereas this is a little bit like, yeah, they're magic. They're magic. They got magic. And they're magic. Sorry. So, sorry. It's it, okay, don't worry about it. It's I'm not your fault. I'm apologising to everyone else for you. <laughs> it's already told you about all these different places. You know, 
the Feywild, the different planes, all of this, the different realms of supernatural power. This is where you draw your magically suffused being from. You can then start looking at... So barbarians are classically the bigger, stronger you know, races, right? So yeah. So you're talking... You know, humans up to barbarians, uh, to um, orcs, to goliaths, things like that, right? Mm. This now brings in elves, tieflings, Asimo, and Janassis into the mix, who are magically created beings of a sort, who have innate magic, who are from these like deeply suffused magical places where barbarians aren't normally born from, right? I suppose that's a really good point. Like, we've done, been doing a lot of reading about barbarians. Hmm. I'm a big barbarian fan. Yeah. I have a picture of barbarians in my head. And I thought you were going to say when you're better yeah. <laughs> And that didn't, that didn't sound like barbarians, but that's because it's not supposed to. This is the different one, isn't yeah, it? This no, is yeah, this is the one totally that you can right. do. Mm. So it then brings, so it makes barbarians. Oh, of course it's from Tasha's. I was really okay. like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, but again, it serves a purpose, right? So you're from this magical place. You are slightly less magical because obviously you're a barbarian. You are still super duper strong. You're still, uh, you know, ostensibly tank or martial class. But you're already innately, you have deep veins of magic running through your ancestry. Again, narratively, brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's this. Again, you, you're always talking about this like frenzied attack, reckless attack. So you still have that, but imagine that, but with hmm. a slightly more lithe and slender teethling. They're still caning with bone swords. They're running in. They are literally frothing at the mouth as they, you know, hear the marching drums of this barbarian path they're choosing. But then, because they're teethling, because they're from a different plane, because they're, you know, they've got this kind of ancestry there. The magic's always going to come out as well. They've never wanted to be a magic caster. It's not something that they've chosen. They've not gone off and read the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to fight. They want to kill. They want to keep on the endless battle for if the you know going to take the zealots kind of uh, nomenclature. But they can do this, and because of this, because of this intense feeling, because of everything that they're you know they're going through, you get a bit of a wild magic surge. Yeah, get a yeah, yeah. Bit of a, oh. Let's let's talk about these wild magic surges, shall we? Yeah, do you want to talk about the uh, the the magical awareness first, though? Because I think this also adds in. Yeah, no. So, so going on to the 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 path features, mm-hmm. um, the first one is magical awareness, which you seem excited about it. Yeah, you basically get to cast um, detect magic mm-hmm. for free. So. But again, think about it. So this is at level three. No one's doing anything particularly special. You're already a barbarian at this point. Yeah. So you're already doing barbarian stuff. Sure. But at this point, you're now innately linked to magic. So all these people think that you are this, you know, just this martial tank class. But now you're starting to see uh. the things. And detect magic doesn't have to be that. <laughs> Actually, everybody, I detect magic because I want to see. what. No, you don't have to play it like that. You can do it as if... It's almost, I mean, we'll go on to wild magic surges and stuff like that, but it's almost like an innate thing. And if you're clever and... You like you're drawn in a particular direction, you're, not, you're unsure why yet. Yeah, the you can, like, I would have a conversation uh, with anyone that wanted to play this and go like, would you mind if I prompted you on the detect magic because you're drawn to something, something glows. Mm. If people are making perception checks, things like that, you can, you can hint so they go like, you know, 
my my character is going to cast detect magic, but it's innate. I want to I want to read this actually because we've said detect magic quite a lot, and that's my fault because this is basically detect magic. But the way it, the way it's worded is slightly different. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, as an action, you can open your awareness to the presence of concentrated magic until the end of your next turn. You know the location of any spell or magic item within sixty feet of you that isn't behind total cover. When you sense a spell, you learn which school of magic it belongs to, which is ostensibly detect magic. Yeah, um, it's the, it's the um, open your awareness to the presence of concentrated. That is that is quite nicely put, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. But I think they've they've done obviously they've done it on purpose. There's reason why they haven't said you can cast detect yeah, magic. Yeah. Because they wanted to go down this road, it is, but it it is worded also in a way that suggests that it's done during battle as an action until the end of your next turn. So why is your barbarian using its action to cast a tech magic? If it wants to, because it has the ability to. But again, you still have that ability. It doesn't. It's not necessarily something you have. Sure, to no, use absolutely. In. It it seems like the kind of thing that's cool. Like you put it in a brilliant storied sense, and I love that. And you've sold me on it. But they worded it as a, a as a battle it's thing. Still a martial class. But, you, mm. but you've got to put parameters on it because you can't just turn around. Because then, yeah. So you've got to remember that people are always trying to find loopholes to make things strong. Yeah, sure. So you have to say stuff like it takes an action to do this, so mm. that people don't just go. I'm going to keep on fucking spamming my consciousness. Yeah, like guidance. Yeah, guidance. Jesus, guidance. Yeah, because <laughs> that's one way to make everyone very upset. Well, just apart me. from the person getting the guidance. Yeah, that's true. So, this these wild magic surges. Um, also at third level, when you enter your rage, you roll on a wild magic um, table and an effect happens. Read read what it actually says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you coward. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, the magical energy roiling inside you sometimes erupts from you. When you enter your rage, roll on the wild magic table to determine the magical effect produced. I mean... I'm already hot and heavy. <laughs> That's what I said, isn't it? Yeah. So these, this is where it becomes quite interesting, is the Wild Magic table itself. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the Wild Magic Sorcerer, quite different. Yes. Because not only is it it's a D100 table, I believe, Yeah. Um, but also all of those features on the Sorcerer's Wild Magic table, they're not all good. They're not all bad. Mm-hmm. Some of them are quite funny. Mm-hmm. Some of them are quite catastrophic like tpk stuff yeah they can be real bad some of them are real game benders these are all just things that um make life easier for your barbarian during the fight Mm, yes and no i mean they still can be bad like don't get me wrong remember so you use your barbarian to be very close to people in battle so Mm. the rogue can get um, you know, advantage on their attacks and stuff like that. Sure. Imagine if you then have to teleport away. Yeah, oh, sh- fair. But it's when you enter your rage. So let's let's go through the effects. Actually, yeah, okay. let's get it. So, um, uh, number one, um, each creature that you can see, sorry, each creature of your choice that you can see within thirty feet succeeds on a Constitution saving throw or takes one d twelve necrotic damage. Mm-hmm. You also gain temporary hit points equal to the one d twelve plus your barbarian level. That's massive. Yeah, that's that, cool. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's um, you could knock out a, a kind of like mini creature mm-hmm. just by entering your rage there. Yeah. Um, 
Two, this is one you said about. You teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space. Until your rage ends, you can use this effect again on each of your turns. That's actually, that's awesome. Because you're getting rid of um, attacks of opportunity there mm-hmm. by teleporting away. Uh, you can use a bonus action to teleport closer to the foe. So, again, we talked about why that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like being able to teleport as a barbarian yeah. is, is... It's cool. It's yeah, yeah. Scary. There are some downsides to it, though. Like what? Like you having to be the tank and if you're not being the tank then it's a, an issue i suppose remember you got real squishy casters and other people knocking around at this point yeah so yeah you're, so you're, we're on third level aren't yeah we? yeah like yeah. don't get me wrong like it's good but there's a reason why it's it, it erupts from you it doesn't it's not a controlled thing you're not doing it's not it. a controlled surge as you put it <laughs> <laughs> all right uh three an intangible spirit which looks like a flump or a pixie your choice appears within five feet of one creature of your choice that you can see at the end of your current turn the spirit explodes and each creature within five feet of it must make a dexterity saving throw or take 1d6 force damage <laughs> uh you can use the um effect again as a bonus action on each of your turns yeah um it's basically hand grenades, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's... Cute, fluffy hand grenades. You can... That's one of those things. You go, DM, get creative here. Let's yeah. decide what it is that's appearing, hmm. how it's exploding. Uh, like, it could be something other than force damage. You could play with that as well, couldn't you? Yeah, you could. I mean, it depends on all of your backstory, isn't it? Sure. Like, if you want to be... I don't know. Let's just pick something random. Uh, a great gourmand. Like, you are... You want to be the world's best chef but you've you know, been in all these different places and you've just thought you're only good at fighting. And you go, instead of a flump and stuff like that, it's just going to be food. Right? It's going <laughs> yeah. to be food that I have magicked out of here. All of my wildest thoughts, this big turkey just sits in front of them and just like gleaming. So they all look at it going like, oh my God, and it just explodes in their face. And and they get like hot oil damage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chicken damage. <laughs> right, this next one, mm-hmm. this is super tasty. Magic infuses a weapon of your choice. Uh, the weapon then gains the light and throne properties. When the weapon leaves your hand, it reappears in your hand at the end of your turn. So That's awesome. That's that is so, so good. good. So you've got your great axe. Yep. Suddenly you're throwing it 20 to 60 feet. Mm-hmm. Doing the same damage. And it's bamfing back into your hands. Oh, that is so cool. That's a million. Million. Have you had a stroke? Thor's Thor's hammer. Mjolnir. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say you say it then. Mjolnir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fair Come enough. Come to my room <laughs> doing this stuff. <laughs> yeah, that I'd I'd like my barbarian to have that. If I'm honest with you, every barbarian wants yeah, I was to have it. distance. Wants yeah. to do it. Uh, right, number five. When a creature hits you with an attack roll before your rage ends, that creature takes one d six force damage because magic lashes out as rep- retribution. Yeah, cool. Fuck you, Battle Rager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again. Oh, level 14. I've got this at level 3. Fucking possibly. No, level 14 was 3 damage. 3 piercing damage. Yeah. Mm. Um, 6. Until your rage ends, you are surrounded by multicolored protective lights. You gain plus 1 bonus to your AC. While within 10 feet of you, your allies gain the same bonus. That's so good. Is this the same as Dancing Lights? No, no. Dancing Lights is just that, isn't it? I don't, I don't think it adds um, anything to your AC. It doesn't AC. add anything. No. Yeah. It's just pretty effects. So That's cool. I like that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, again, as a as a barbarian, pumping up your AC is always 
very very handy and everyone within and you and the allies yeah it's another flavor one you you're surrounded by multicolored protective lights um and you know maybe you're if you're your tiefling from like maybe you're from one of the nine hells maybe they're not multicolored protective lights maybe they're something darker black and yellow and yeah. sulfurous and, yeah. yeah uh seven flowers and vines temporarily grow around you until your rage ends the ground within 15 feet of you is difficult terrain for your enemies i like that but just for the flavor reasons everything else is kind of meh yeah Dif- difficult terrain i've never really thought was anything you know we don't tend to use a lot of difficult terrain um it's because i forget <laughs> it's, it's, it's just whatever it's a lot though isn't it you, you, you're starting to like lay down parts of your battle map which are half mm-hmm. speed and you've really got to keep up with it and yeah, it's i'm stupid so no you, you you were running how many different types of drow the other day like eight different types of drow in one go five i'll send you hold three books at once it's insane um it's because got big hands <laughs> <laughs> eight a bolt of light shoots from your chest another creature of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you must see in the constitution saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage and be blinded until the start of your next term and again you can use that as a bonus action each of your turns and be blinded yeah you got a real stank on that and be blinded well, I just ran an Aboleth. Mm. I was really looking forward to it. Yeah. And the uh, Druid blinded my Aboleth in the first <laughs> round, so I didn't get to do anything. I spent the entire game running away, failing saving throws. That's upsetting. It is upsetting. But just to show, being blinded... is powerful, yeah. Very powerful. And constitution saving throw to, to win it. And, so, the, and the good thing is, with all of these, you can reskin it to however you want. They mm. are just fun things that happen for the chaotic of us one thing i'd say about wild magic tables in general yeah. is make your own yeah there's a danger of that though isn't there well you can take all the um you can you can keep the sort of mechanics and the numbers the same mm. but like we said if you're if you're running a tiefling from the lion hells you don't want flowers and vines temporarily grow around you no, no, no yeah of maybe course. something yeah, that makes hot colds you know what i mean yeah um but yeah get creative with it yeah, I agree. And, I totally agree. And allow your player to, to change it and don't stick to watching the book. This is for someone that doesn't... This is for someone that uh, wants to play with role-playing more than they do combat. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, this is someone that gets bored by turn-by-turn strategy. This is someone that wants to go, nah, fuck it, let's throw like all of it into the wind and see what happens. Mm. Um, admittedly, you're probably going to go Wild Magic Sorcerer because you've got an awful lot more shit that can happen but this is a this is a nice halfway point that's what i'd say about the world magic barbarian is it's when you're ra- when you enter your rage this yeah. happens yeah i would like to see a table for just regular wild magic barbarian around his like everyday when life you sneeze yeah yeah like the wild magic sorcerer something like that. maybe not as as much as the wild magic sorcerer doesn't need to be the 100 or whatever yeah but you're thinking of like a lesser table that you can do outside yeah, of it. Yeah, uh, like the f- go full role play with it. And yeah, weird okay. stuff happens. I um, think that's quite cool though. It would have to. It couldn't. It couldn't be on the same scale as a. Uh, no, 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 um, no. Although imagine multi-classing the two wild magic classes. <sighs> oh yeah. Oh no, that's bad. Mm, is it? Don't look at me like that. I might try that for a one shot. Maybe gross. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. I wonder if the, the stats would link up so you can do it. It'd be interesting to look into it, didn't it? Wouldn't it? All right, we'll come, we'll come back at this. Yeah. On the, on like, oh, we'll do oh. an episode on like multi-classing. We'll see whether it actually works. Well, I'd like to do a whole episode on Wild Magic, to be honest with you, because I, I find the whole thing... I think Wild Magic is the one thing I'd love to see more of in like the next edition. I really want them to, to, to go for yeah. it. And I, I think the Wild Magic table for the Sorcerer is rubbish. I've made my own. 
um, all the games that I've listened to, they've made their own as well. Really? Yeah. See, something that I've never had the... I think that's why I love it so much, because I've never been able to play with it yet. Mm. Like, I've read it, I've gone like, oh, that's really interesting, that's really fun, oh, I've got loads of ideas, but I've never actually, you know, played it in the wild. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. It's such a great opportunity for, for role-play mm. um, and for chaos. Yeah. Which is the two best things about D&D. Yeah. Yeah. All right, sixth level. Uh, now, these things <laughs> have D3s. <laughs> the fuck is a d3 i don't fucking know don't ask hard questions seriously though have you ever seen a d3 i just roll a d6 and half it don't you you would wouldn't you yeah that's what you actually do so you roll oh. a d6 one two is one sure odds and eight yeah three, three, three four yeah. is you know two and five six is three interesting that they've done that um anyway so it's um all about the i forget the word i was gonna sound mildly intelligent then but i still can't think of it whilst i'm talking so i'm now statistics odds probability probability sure (laughs) (laughs) don't worry lewis you sounded real smart (laughs) (laughs) right as an action you can touch a creature it can be yourself um and give them one of these benefits either for 10 minutes the creature can roll a d3 whenever making an attack roll or ability check and add the number roll to the d20 uh meh yeah, it's a bit nothing, isn't it's it? It's a bit meh. Um, but this next one's good. Uh, creature gains one expended spell slot, the level of which equals a number rolled on the D3 again. That's why, That's so good. Yes, it is. Now, this is as an action. But when you're out of combat, surely you can just like yeah. play that Slapsies game with your, with your casters and give them all the spell slots back. Yeah, you can only do it once, though. Why can you do it once? It says, uh, it says once a creature receives this benefit, that creature can't receive it uh, again until after a long rest. So enough. you can do it a little bit. Again, this is the thing, right? So mm. everyone's trying to find the loophole. Yeah. And they'll put stuff in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still good. Sure, no. A number of times equal to your proficiency bonus. So you're talking three or four spell slots you can give back to your party. Yeah. Per long rest. That's really good, isn't it? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. It's really good. It's wild, you say. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, right, 10th level, unstable backlash. Sounds like me after I've had a bit of an emotional day. Oh, I get a bit spicy. I, I imagine you do, actually, <laughs> when you come back to a level. Um, immediately after you take damage or fail a saving throw while raging, you use your reaction to roll on the wild magic table and immediately pre- produce the effect rolled. This replaces your current wild magic effect. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's um, That's... That's a really powerful reaction. I love the the sentence when you are imperiled during your rage. Yeah, like I, mean, I honestly, like I genuinely go like that's been left up for the DM to decide, right? Like imperiled is there like a distinction of what imperiled means? When it says after you take damage or fail a saving throw. Oh yeah, but you could you could get more with it. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'd have to have a look into it. Yeah. That, it could be something else. Um, I mean, going back to the, the table, the, the things you can do, you know, you get hit or you fail a saving throw and suddenly you can, you know, teleport up to 30 mm. feet or, or blind the creature that's that's done it to you. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the reaction as well. That's not an action for you. I think that's that could be really powerful. Mm. It could be Real 1d6. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which I suppose is the thing about wild magic, isn't it? It's it's the chaos. That's the beauty of it all. Uh, 14th level. 
my favourite. Your favourite, the controlled surge. Say it properly. Controlled surge. Ooh, I hated it. Is that what I did? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this, I don't like this one very much. No, it is a bit crap. But yeah. then again, most 14th things for barbarians are crap. So tell that to the totem warrior. I will. Good. <laughs> they can roll on the wild magic table twice and yeah. pick the one they want. I mean, still, again, situational, it's still pretty good because some of the stuff on the Wild Magic stuff is powerful, right? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. And um, uh, whenever you roll, so your Unstable Backlash, where you can... You're now just getting free stuff. Yeah, I mean... Well, in theory. Yeah, I'm still unsure about this this subclass. I think it's... Actually, I know exactly what it is now. I I like meta gaming. I like mechanics. What? Yeah, I like figuring out the I best way to do things. I have quite literally seen you pointing at other people's characters, going, duh, 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 duh. "You can, you can do do it." That's helping. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in literally a day. In in a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't like the randomness of this. This is perfect for the people that do, though. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I, I can. I can see its worth. Um, I see your worth now. I'd rather play a. I'd rather play a wild magic sorcerer than a wild magic barbarian. Yeah, of course. But then again, a wild magic sorcerer doesn't get all the barbarian stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um. No, it's 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 good. It's a lot of flavour to be had with it. I think that's why I probably like it more than anything is because you can quite literally. You always have that backstory element. You always have like I'll reskin all of that stuff and have it, you know, as as loads of different stuff that I, that makes sense to the character. And it's kind of again, it just it changes, I reckon. And then I, I would probably multi-class this one as well, mm. um, just to give it a bit of. A, I love the idea of multi-classing it in the Wild Magic Sorcerer. That, yeah, that, that sounds ridiculous. Go full chaotic. Got, yeah, I mean, you've, you're literally ejaculating magic every time. <laughs> <laughs>